Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Fistle Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. This week at Safeway, enjoy big savings with the BOGO sale, where select items throughout the store are buy one, get one free. With this week's BOGO sale, get select meats like Signature Farms 90% lean ground beef or boneless skinless chicken breasts or thighs, buy one, get one free. Plus, select fresh produce items like one pound containers of sweet strawberries or containers of blueberries or buy one, get one free. Safeway, come in and explore and see what other deals you can find. Check your email. I sent you a story about poison avocados. Me? Mm-hmm. Why did you send them to Deborah? Well, I, I thought we would uh, we would do a public service for her and explain the poison oh. avocado story. <laughs> oh, okay. Because you shouldn't have given it away then. Huh? Well, I, you know, I. You blew it. It's, it's a tease. You want to scare her again? Yeah. Let's scare the girl. Well, this could be something she might do at home, and you shouldn't. All right. Well, the continued. Uh, no, it's a debate in Sacramento that pretty much doesn't involve that much of the legislature. But there were Republicans. It looks like a couple of Democrats who are continuing to make the effort to suspend the California gas tax, which is over 50 cents a gallon, at least to help get people through this period of high gas prices, somewhere reaching seven dollars a gallon. I think in the Bay Area, there's one or two gas stations that are at eight dollars a gallon. Some are doing this, too, because they know with Memorial Day weekend coming, more people will be driving. Why not fleece them, I guess? I went to my secret gas station in Van Nuys. Lowest price that I can find. Yeah. $5.95. Ooh, you're just under six. Yeah. It's the only one I'm going to now. 
So it's remained consistently lower than others. Though, uh, yeah, it, it's it's no brand gasoline. No brand, but it's, okay. I don't I don't know I don't know where the gas is coming from, but uh, it's nothing I recognize. So we're going to talk to the Republican leader of the Assembly, uh, James Gallagher. They uh, held a, a news event today to point out that what Californians need and want is gas tax relief to the deafness of the legislature. All right. Let's get James on here. How are you doing? Good. How are you, John and Ken? All right. Everybody listening is thinking we got a $100 billion surplus and gas is running anywhere from 6 to $8 a gallon. What gives here? Why can't we get the gas tax suspended? It is a head-scratcher for sure. I mean, we've been calling for this since January. We introduced a bill in January to suspend the gas tax. Easiest way to give everybody relief right now. Uh, be 51 cents a gallon off every gallon of gas. Uh, fast-tracked it, tried to fast-track it to the floor in, in March. Democrats uh, voted it down, but uh, I think they started feeling the pressure. And so what we saw here recently was uh, some Democrats join into a bipartisan measure to suspend the gas tax, uh, and they, they presented their own bill. Uh, so to this morning, uh, we proposed that we're going to fast-track that one, you know. And um, so we did that motion this morning on the floor. Uh, the motion did fail, but I, I will tell you it's a strange <laughs> thing. As, wow. as, that, as that motion failed, there's the ability to add on uh, after, the, after the motion's over. There's ability to add on here in the legislature so someone can go up to a computer and add on. And slowly we started to see a trickle of Democrats adding on to support this motion. Well, they changed uh, their vote? Bring it to the floor. Not enough, yep. not enough, not enough to get it over the top, but to show that, yes, we, too, do support that. <laughs> and we got up to about 30 votes. So right. we're not we're not to a majority but, yet. But we uh, did but, see yeah, them this term you're this, using, yeah. add on. Yeah. OK, but that it, isn't that a trick? I mean, I mean, they know exactly what vote number to go to, and then they stop so it doesn't pass. But it, it gives very much is it and gives them all campaign commercials, right? And so, look, we we know who voted when it counted. Um, we did see some trickle of votes coming up, and I think that just shows the Democrats know that this is something that needs to be done, uh, and they need to be held to account for it. And they're still trying to fool um, and people. It is their failure. When it was time to go on the record, though, they, 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 they were afraid to go on the record and, and vote against the party leadership. Well, and that's the thing. The record will be clear as to who was actually there. And there were some Democrats that went up on that initial vote. Um, but, you know, we know who was really there when the vote mattered, and that will be public. And, of course, you know, the people, the people can see that it's the Democratic majority, it's the governor, uh, who have failed to provide them any kind of relief uh, in these inflationary gas times? I, I would note I am I too am one of those guys that looks for the no brand name uh, gas station that's at least under you know in the five somewhere, uh, and <laughs> yeah. they're harder and harder to find these yeah. days. Yeah, five ninety five. That's the best I can do. One, what were one nickel ob- under. Right. Are their objections changing, or is it the same thing? They don't trust the gas companies to pass along the the decrease, or what? Well, this particular bill had a provision in it that wouldn't allow that to happen. Uh, that had like an enforcement mechanism that wouldn't allow it to not pass through. And of course, that's not really true. Like all the analysis of of, of this suspension is that it would completely go to the consumer. Well, because um, they're not they, they're so not they charging. Away. They're not charging. Uh, you know, six dollars a gallon in any other state. So uh, what, what, the greed that the greedy oil companies only want to gouge California customers. 
but right. they don't want to gouge no, everywhere point. else in the country where they're paying four fifty. Great point. And in fact, we actually pay a dollar twenty per gallon more in California than other states, purely because of not just our not just our tax, but also all the regulations and fees, the cap and trade uh, regulation we put in in place. When you add all that up, it's a dollar twenty more for the Californian. So. Yeah, feel feel happy that you so, live in right. California, where we make your gas even more expensive. Say so your your bill is just knocking off the the basic fifty cent gas tax. It doesn't even touch the right. other seventy the cents worth of taxes. Ago. Right. Yeah. Right. And we yeah. have members here that not only voted for that gas tax. You know, we we obviously oppose that, and not only voted to institute that gas tax uh, four years ago, but now they refuse to suspend it. You know, right. so we, I mean, we got legislators that have been here that whole whole period of time. Well, right. in fact, we've got an increase coming July 1st that they won't even stop, right? Right. I mean, their inaction on this has also caused uh, there's there's no ability to stop the increase that's coming uh, in July, and that's on the governor and the Democratic they, leadership. They that's won't it. even give us that three-cent break. <laughs> right. Not even a three-cent break from these bastards. And then they tell us, we need this for right. road projects that nobody sees happening. Yeah, there are no road projects. Everyone got scammed on that gas tax increase a few years ago. There's no road projects. Oh my God! I don't know how. Right, so how, I, how do you? My friend Kevin Kiley, you go ahead. As my friend Kevin Kiley likes to point out, you know, we're paying the highest tax to drive over the the worst roads in the nation. Uh, it's 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 a California phenomenon. You know, when the governor says, you know, that we're we're leading the nation, uh, we're leading the nation in the wrong things. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. We have we have the worst roads uh, judged by uh, independent uh, organizations. Worst roads, highest taxes, and people vote for more taxes all the time. I I, I don't understand. It's it's like mass insanity in this state. It really is. Nothing makes sense. So I guess you guys are not giving yeah, up on this, or is, are you guys giving up no, on we this? No, we're not giving up on it. And look, I, I the day is still going on here. I am. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm the eternal optimist. We're going to keep pushing on it. And I think, look, you know, the California voter is is, is done with this stuff. You know, and that's what we're hoping in November, that they make a change. You know, you know, stop sending the same people back here who aren't helping you. And, in fact, they're hurting you. All right, James Gallagher, thanks for talking to us. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. All right, that's the Republican leader of the Assembly, James Gallagher, they got a few Democrats to gather together and they put up a bill that would suspend the 50 cent or so California yeah. gas tax to help you out at the pump. And it failed once again in Sacramento almost immediately. You know what? Though that, That's such a game. The guys who voted originally on the record are probably in swing districts where their margin of victory was five yes. points or less. Then you have a second tier of guys who are maybe five to ten points ahead. And in a bad year, they could they could get knocked out. But they only voted after the original vote. They were the add-on votes later on. And they were given permission to do an add-on vote as long as the leadership knew that wasn't going to hit a majority number. So they'll always fall a few shorts, few votes short of the majority. That's all scripted. It's all rehearsed in advance. It's not a spontaneous vote. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Speaking of that app, you can use it to connect to the Moist line. You just use a little microphone there, and you can talk back to the show. We do collect calls from the iHeartRadio app for the Moist line played on Friday. You can also call the toll-free number, 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. 
Steve Gregory will drop by after 3.30. That's always a pleasure, right, John? You know that. Huh? You oh, I always feel pleasure when he's in the room. You just, uh, hmm. You catch up on the latest uh, KFI gossip? Is that what you... Uh, yeah, he tells me... He tells me cool stuff that later becomes news, but he can't. Uh, oh, uh, you know, it's like news that has not yet hatched. Hmm. So I I know some secrets. Do you that I'd be may. that I'd be dying to talk about here, but I can't. Uh, Sheriff Fiannaueva will be on our show tomorrow during this hour. Actually, they asked if he could come on uh, Thursday at three, and we'll talk to him. Uh, he uh, held a news event to call for stepped-up enforcement against the homeless on the L.A. Metro system. Operation Safe Travel. And Steve will fill us in on the details of this, and we'll also probably talk to the sheriff about it tomorrow. You know what I got in the mail? I got in the mail. The old U.S. mail. The uh, recall D.A. George Gascon petition. Oh, they must good. have good money they can send. They, they're, they're going through the rolls of registered voters, and they're mailing the petitions along with a great letter. Uh, from one of the uh, families of one of the victims of uh, violence that George Gascon did not uh, fully prosecute. So uh, that's Desiree Andrade. Do you remember her? Yes. Oh, yes. good, good. That makes it her really stories easy. in there to give people an introduction of what we're talking hey, about. Hey, you know what? That that saves uh, so many steps because it, it's so hard. Yeah, to people, get people are to like download the petition, to print it, it out, it right, or, sign it, put it in the envelope, go and or mail they go it. somewhere to pick it up. No, right. now it can come to your house. Right. I hope they were able to canvas a lot of L.A. County registered voters' I got homes. One. You got one, Eric? Yeah, when I was in quarantine, I got one, and my mom, my sister signed it. I signed it, and I sent it in while I was in quarantine. Is that what it said? Eric's quarantine? Good boy. (laughs) It got through the quarantine. Bit number six. USPS got through the quarantine. Were you in one of those uh, trailers like they have in China where they throw quarantine people in and lock them up for three weeks? No, no, no. I was in my bedroom. I see. It was his own quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Starving, screaming out the window, I'm dying. All right, let's see you. Oh. Let's do your avocado story. I like it. Oh, yeah, the avocado story. Yeah, because our news girl loves avocados. We think it's her favorite food. I had one today, as a matter of fact. Are you on TikTok? No. All right. You seem like a TikTok. I'm not. And this term that people use, which I hate, a hack. All right. I hear people talk about, I'm going to give you a life hack when I come back to tell you how to do something more easily. Hack this. Uh, All right. Don't do this, Deborah. Okay. She the, probably doesn't, but uh, the this TikTok uh, thing was how to keep avocados fresh for weeks using water and refrigeration, and, and they uh, actually illustrate how you could store the avocados. It's like a tall jar filled with water, and then you stick the avocados in there. Mm. You seal it up and you put it in the refrigerator, and they will stay fresh for weeks. Normally, sounds good, huh? Yeah, it sounds good. Normally, What's wrong with that? normally it turns. Don't into- do it. Normally, it turns into brownish-black goop, uh, according to the New York Post. Uh, and it, it's, it's a mother on this TikTok, and she has four kids. And she claimed it was magic when you put the avocado into the water and refrigerate it. Claims it would last a month. But the uh, FDA says that uh, odds are you're going to create salmonella. Oh, no. Or listeria. Yep. Uh, and that are living on the avocado surface, and then they'll start multiplying when you submerge it in water. Yeah, because it, that's right. The main concern is the possibility that any residual human pathogens, in other words, listeria, salmonella, that may be residing on the avocado surface will multiply during storage when submerged in water. I guess they like water and they multiply. So when you take the avocado out of there to use, you might be ingesting some salmonella Ugh. or... 
Yeah. Well, I don't do that, so I'm okay. Then well, don't do that. You see, the, this, this method keeps them looking green, mm. but uh, the inside goes to hell. It says the listeria has the potential to infiltrate and internalize into the pulp of the avocados. Oh. Uh, they put these uh, for 15 days in refrigerated storage. They've, they studied 1,600 avocados, and uh, 17% of the sample ended up with listeria or the uh, salmonella. Oh, that's bad. Right. And further, they claim even if you disinfect the surface of the avocado skin prior to slicing, that might not remove the contamination. So the refrigerated storage is a no-no. You may have the... Uh, now, Listeria or salmonella just in there, and you're not going to be able to get rid of it. Woohoo! I get to keep eating avocados. Case closed for me. Yeah, it's too bad you hadn't tried this. We could have scared you into <laughs> poisoning yourself. <laughs> what would I eat? I would starve. Yeah, uh, we, we should, we should. I have avocados every single day. Listeria, Almost every day. Listeria and salmonella really cleans you out. Yeah, I know. That's it's a, a good weight loss. Uh, very quickly, regimen. yes. <laughs> You'd be down ten pounds. So in is about COVID. A day. COVID does that too. Yeah, I lost ten pounds on COVID. Really? Yeah. Wow. They you had a harsh case. I, I mean, I was sweating and got the, had the chills for like three days. I, and you weren't eating, huh? I was forcing myself to eat to make sure I didn't lose my taste or smell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I knew somebody else is doing that. They kept eating something. It's like, all right, I, I still taste that. All right, I still taste that. All right, oh, well, you just keep trying to make sure you're okay? Well, did you eat any avocados, Eric? I mean, you know, we're talking about avocados. Here. I mean, yeah, I have some avocados occasionally, but not every day like you do. <laughs> When, they, when you're half dead with COVID, it's the last well, thing you want. Avocados would probably be very soothing. No, it was think. a lot of chicken noodle soup for me. The good Jewish remedy. <laughs> Does that yeah. stuff work? Worked for me. Yeah. Uh, more coming up. John and see that, also, by the way, they're recalling Jif peanut butter because of salmonella too. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, I did. Yeah, I we am. have one in our uh, in our cupboard, but it, it doesn't have the the lot number because I was going to get rid of it. I don't. I eat I'm a organic. Oh yeah, I, I'm <laughs> organic Trader Joe's okay. kind of. <laughs> yeah, she only takes that. That's it. No sugar, no extra junk, just All natural. Right. Steve Gregory will be along next. He's going to talk about Sheriff Alex Villanueva. Uh, with a project called Operation Safe Travel, deploying deputies and investigators uh, to do something about the, the vagrants on the metro system next. John and Ken Show. All right, Los Angeles tonight, right? Los Angeles at uh, 6 o'clock tonight on Fox 11. It's a documentary on homelessness. It's called uh, Los Angeles City of Homeless. And uh, they interviewed me, and I'm in throughout the show. It's from seven, seven, 6 to 7.30. 6 to 7.30. So if you You've been told that because you haven't seen the show yet. No, I haven't. It's just been told you're throughout the show. Okay. That's, uh, look, unless they, that was what they uh, wrote maybe to sell me into promoting. That's right, into promoting it heavily. You know, for all I know, I'm on for uh, 14 seconds. Well, Alex Michelson will be here after 4 o'clock to give you, us more details can, on this. You can ask him. You can ask him if I'm in it. Okay. <laughs> if you don't believe me. Why would I lie about this? Who's giggling? Uh, it's me because I, I mean, my last two go arounds with Fox 11 weren't good. So, I mean, oh, promises really? made, promises, promises broken. So, oh, yeah. That's sad. Yeah. yeah. They treat us differently. I know they do. Oh. I know they do. <laughs> Steve is here to talk about the Sheriff V and uh, stepped up enforcement on uh, the LA County Metro system with the homeless, right? Yeah. It's called Operation Safe Travel. 
This is the sheriff's way of saying, I'm done with following the rules of Metro. I am now going to do what I was elected to do and what uh, statutorily we are obligated to do, and that is to protect the citizens. That was sort of his mantra the other day at this press conference when he basically announced that he's uh, going to not only deploy more deputies on the trains, buses, and subways, he's going to probably double the number. And that will include armed deputies in uniform. So the rules of Metro said what? Well, remember, they're reducing the presence of armed, not only armed deputies, but uniformed deputies, because the Public Safety Advisory Committee and others say it's intimidating. The, the ridership doesn't want so, that. Well, this is what's interesting about Villanueva's strategy, and he did this with the local homeless encampments. He is not worrying about what the city of L.A. says. Uh, and he's not worrying about what Metro says. He's saying anything that happens in the county is my jurisdiction, and I'm going to do it my way anyway. And he's on solid legal ground with that. It's very similar. The way he was laying it out, um, the way they kind of positioned it, 16 different bureaus and, and units within the sheriff's department will be providing support for Operation Safe Travel. This means they were, they're tapping into the reserve deputy unit, Mm -hmm. uh, homeless outreach is going to be a big part of it. So just imagine what they did in Venice. They're taking that same model and applying it to the trains and the buses. So, the, so does that mean they're going to work with people to try to get them housing yes. before they, but will they eventually throw them off the train for behavior? Or? Well, here's the thing. So before you remember uh, the deputies, at least the armed deputies, were not allowed to do any sort of you know, citations, fair, you know, any you know, like fair violations or any sort of like minor crimes or minor infractions. Now the sheriff says the problem with that is, is if they were able to intervene early on in an infraction, they're going to stop the bigger stuff from happening. So if they've got somebody who's not paying the fare, odds are they might be a little bit of a troublemaker. You know, right. that's kind of what they're looking at. Right, which is logical and true. So at the, the, you start with, the, it's, it's like the shooting yesterday. You start with the little signs. The little signs lead to bigger signs. Right. Right. It's and, the broken windows theory, and, and that's proven to be correct over and over again. That's how human nature works. Yeah. Here's a little bit of the sheriff. Well, I know some people are going to uh, support public safety, and, uh, and it doesn't matter if we get the same chunk that we have now, we get the entire system. What matters is that law enforcement has to resume control over safety on the system, not being a second choice after private security does, does their business, because they're not. It is not working. And he, I asked him, that's the question uh, that I asked him about, uh, if he's worried about overlapping, breaching the contract. He says no. He said, in fact, the way the contract is structured with Metro right now, it kind of violates the law already, because it's it's hindering him as the official law enforcement person for the county it hinders him and his agency from actually enforcing the law so you've got the the thefts the robberies the rapes and the the attempted murders and whatnot on there he's not able to intervene in time you see I th this is this is what's always like been bugging me the, the, those trains are running in the county there's crimes being committed on the trains does has the contract been keeping him and his deputies from doing their basic job? Yes. And is, is, he can just say, the hell with the contract, we're going to do our job anyway? Yes. And that's exactly what he's doing. It starts June 1st, Operation Safe Travel. I was told by Captain Sean Kehoe, who is the head of Transit's, uh, Transit Bureau, uh, Transit uh, Services Bureau, uh, that they will almost double 
the amount of deputies that they're dedicating now to on on board security and on platform security. So they're basically ignoring Metro's mandates and they're going to go on there and they're going to be deputies. If they see a rule or a violation or anything, they're going to step in. The Metro board, which is made up of L.A. City Councilman Garcetti, L.A. County Board of Supervisors and a few others. Have they had a reaction to this? No, and I, I called yesterday, or I don't know, it was last night, I called someone at the Sheriff's Department and I said, have you heard anything yet? No, and they said crickets, crickets. And they, they haven't. They haven't responded to anything the sheriff's been doing. The only thing that the only response they did was the video that we released here at KFI, and they had that blanketed statement, but that statement was actually written in January. <laughs> so it was it that's what's kind of funny about it and they well, because will... because they, they can't stand him i mean the board of supervisors hates him they, they they were looking at ways to have him removed or impeached or something and they couldn't find any legal way and now they're just going silent well remember the sheriff's department has to approach this they are a subcontractor they are being paid by metro to provide security so they are they are contractor to mta and it's it's a weird relationship because they're they're expected to go in there and follow sort of the guidance of Metro because they have riders they want to take care of. They don't want to, you know, do anything to upset the apple cart, as it were. Well, when you get in there and you start looking around and saying, well, listen, I'm not able to actually fulfill my duties as a sworn peace officer because you're telling me I can't step in. No, nah, I'm sorry. We're going to have to do that. That's kind of where the sheriff's at now. Right. If that contract runs out, can they still go in anyway? No. Well, that's a great question. So... If a crime is committed on there, it would be like any crime committed anywhere else in the county. They'd have someone would have to call nine one one, and then if a deputy witnessed a crime happening on a on a platform or on a train, sure they could step in as a peace officer, but they would have to be dispatched to that area oh, if they weren't. They on can't. The they can't do the preventative stuff. Once no, the no, 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 no. Once a contract expires, because that you know. But and if they continue to have a transit services bureau where they still focus on mass transit, that could be something that they could creatively do, I suppose. When does the contract run out? July 1st. And see, here's the interesting so thing. So what is this, like a 30-day, hey, I'm going to show you how it's done? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think get it, public on his side, yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's kind of a strategy. If you think about, um, we're going to double the presence of armed deputies on the trains. We're going to reevaluate Part one crimes, which are your most violent crimes, we're going to reevaluate those. And at the end of 30 days, we're going to see how this, how my experiment worked. And I noticed he's also tries to corner all these woke politicians by saying, hey, most of the victims are people of color. And this is the primary way they get around town. Right. So uh, it's interesting. Remember, he brought up the instance, the story we broke on the show about the man that was set on fire by the homeless woman. Right. And I told you there is video. And at the time, the sheriff had been told he was going to have to sign a non-disclosure agreement in order to view the video. And so were his investigators. This is something I was told uh, by sources in the department. If you want to see the video for investigative purposes, you will have to sign an NDA because we don't want it out there. If you release it, it could include up to uh, and involve including criminal prosecution. And that's a direct result of us releasing the video here. That is now, they are now trying to prevent any further video from being released publicly. So what did the sheriff do? You think to yourself, okay, well, am I, and the sheriff said, as soon as he was told, this is the way it was characterized to me. He made, he looked over at someone and said, give me so-and-so. Write up a search warrant. And they served a search warrant at MTA and said, give me the video. <laughs> and they did. So he has it. He has, he's already seen you know, it. That's another thing that didn't make sense. 
How can you threaten the sheriff with criminal charges for... Um, for breaching a contract. For breaching a contract that contains evidence of a felony. This is, this is, this is their thinking. And this is what the sources told me, that, that they were forced with signing some sort of an NDA to prevent the video from leaking publicly. And then when I, I have gotten my response back, when I told you, when I tried to see the video or get requests for the video, and they said, it's not in the public's best interest to see it, so we've denied your request. So now, if it's been uh, grabbed by, as a result of evidence or by, or by a warrant, presumably it will now be public record because it will be presented in court. Right. So eventually we're going to get to see we're this, get to guy see this video. get if, burned alive. If we don't get to see it sooner. I see. All right. He hinted. All right. Very good. Thank you. Hey, guys. All right. Steve Gregory covering Sheriff Villanueva, who will be on our show tomorrow during this hour. Sheriff Alex Villanueva, of course, up for re-election in your June 7th vote. They had estimated from last August 5,700 homeless people riding on the metro system. This is so outrageous. That's the buses and the trains, but that is amazing. All right, right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI. All right, coming up after 4 o'clock, we will be talking to Fox 11's Alex Michelson uh, tonight. At 6 o'clock is their documentary special, uh, Los Angeles City of Homeless. We can also play the official trailer. The trailer. I'm in the official trailer. Oh, good. So I know at least one of my little quotes is in there. Let's see, because it's radio, if we can pick you out. People <laughs> yeah. look at you different. It's, it seems like it's just impossible to get out of the situation. That's not me. Everybody here is going down in flames. How that hard is it that to is open the- up a mental health center? How hard is it to open up a drug treatment center? I mean, I see 5,000 Starbucks opened up, right? Just build the building. Nobody deserves to live on the streets of Los Angeles. We have 25% of the entire nation's homeless in our county. These are psychiatric patients with psychiatric needs. The four walls, great, I'm all for it. They need it for sure to get them off the streets. But if they get there and don't get proper care, they're going to die anyway. The person's not born homeless. A person eventually gets there. And we're still not spending enough time figuring out how to help that person. We've got billions of dollars between the city and the county and the state. We should be getting vastly better results. We're seeing it get worse and people are getting fed up. The overwhelming population of the homeless are the invisible homeless. They're staying in garages, on people's couches. You guys only knew what we go through, especially as women. It's dangerous out here. We're in downtown LA. You just don't see how much of a difference it is until you're out here. I've lived it, I've breathed it. Here's my story. That's me singing, too. Yeah, we we heard that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we knew it. Good job. Thank you. But, you know, a Starbucks makes money. So you put up a Starbucks to make money selling coffee. We That's give, not the right comparison to yeah, putting up a mental yes, health center. Yes, it is. We give them billions of dollars. We gave them the money. They have right, the but there's no front. money to be made off of that. Sure, we'll give them more tax money. It's just going to take more money to treat the people for the mental illness. So they it's not have, a money-making operation like a Starbucks is. Sure it is. What's all the tax money? It's giving them all salaries. They're all making good money. The whole homeless industrial complex. They're living fat. But that's, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying, but I'm talking about capitalism at a coffee house versus the a mental health is, center. The point is, but you can physically build these things quickly. 
Then you have That's, to staff it too. There's not as many mental health professionals as there used to be. It's tough to get them into government work too. <laughs> you don't, well, I mean, you can make a lot more money hey, as a private therapist maybe or we psychologist. Should, maybe or, what we should do is uh, close down all the uh, gender studies programs hmm. and uh, shift them into mental health work. If there weren't jobs for all these uh, weird human resources jobs that didn't exist uh, 10 years ago, maybe these people would have to do something useful like mental health care. Yeah. You got to well, you got to restructure, you know, the big picture here. The fix we're in, and it's kind of evolved. Uh, I mean, well, first that part I heard in the documentary, it is about mental illness. And we've mm -hmm. got to push back against the people who think it's just about housing. I mean, I said this 10 or 15 years ago. Anybody that makes the decision to throw down a sleeping bag or a tent on a sidewalk because, quote, they've been kicked out of their home, they have mental health problems. It's right there. It's already there. People with rational minds don't do that. Okay. I think Michael Schellenberger said this. They figure it out. They live with relatives, although one guy in that thing says all the invisible homeless that are living on people's couches. What? But that's something. Mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're working on getting themselves back. They're not squatting in the park so, or on the street. What that's you, what's important to remember there. What is the motivation for this crowd not to believe that? They, 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 they claim they don't believe it's a mental problem, when clearly it is. It's right in front of her well, eyes, right? I was going to take so this to the is... next step. Now that they say it's a housing problem, we've gone beyond, oh, it's just giving them shelter. Nope, that's no good anymore. Well, they need totally supportive, expensive housing in whatever neighborhood they've squatted in, do, well, like these... Venice, which is expensive. But do you see... And we can't do that. Do you see how they keep changing the criteria, though? You're right. The goalposts move, as well, they say. Well, but why do they move? What's the incentive for them to move? Because they're moving it because the homeless aren't coming in, and they're trying to figure out, well, what does it take? Or is it— Oh, now we have to give them a $700,000 apartment in a it, nice neighborhood with mental health services down the hall. Or is it we don't want to solve the problem because we're making good money on this? Uh, yeah, I, I know. That's if, the homeless industrial if, complex if we If you talk gave about. them mental health and drug treatment, I mean, if you forced them into it and they got it, most of these people would probably not be homeless anymore, right? If they woke up after, let's say, six months of treatment, whatever it takes, they take their medication, they get off the drugs, their minds are clear. It's like, hey, we got a job for you. There's, you know, plenty of jobs available now. It would go away, right? I, I, I mean, I, I, everybody says this rehabilitation works, so I'll take their word for it that drug and mental health treatments work. Maybe they don't, but let, let's go along. Well, if it does, then let's just do it. And then the homeless so a lot of homeless are rejecting it. Oh, you force them into they, it. They don't want to be. They want it. They don't want your rules, no, they're regulations. Not, they're not getting a house. <laughs> they're not going to get the house ever. They're not getting it now. They never will. Oh, and they'll ruin it anyway. Yeah, right. They'll just poop on it and throw the poop all over the place. All right, Alex Michelson, Fox Eleven is coming up next to talk about this documentary that airs tonight at six, Los Angeles City of Homeless. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Ugh, another pointless video call where nothing gets done. I think you're on mute, David. Uh, oh, sorry. 
What did I miss? IT just approved Miro for the whole company. Miro? That's the... Online whiteboard for team collaboration. We can make these long video meetings so much shorter with Miro boards. We can share ideas, feedback, and updates on them whenever. Actually see what we're talking about. It's all online. Miro will make our flexible work setup so much easier. With one virtual space for our brainstorms, projects, presentations. Oh, that sounds kind of amazing. So I don't need to wake up for 6 a.m. calls with the London office anymore. Now you're getting it. Don't let time zones get in the way of your team working well together. See why 99% of the Fortune 100 trust Miro to get good work done from anywhere. Get your first three boards free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love and Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love and Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com.